0: You can have, there's a stat that's just like authority, or esprit de corps, I think, which is how well you're able to interact with your fellow cops, because you're you're a police officer. Sam, we've been yelling about bad police officers and stuff, and this is basically a bad police officer simulator.
1: (laughs) Great, great.
0: Welcome to Brokusatsu, two brothers' exploration of Tokusatsu shows and associated media. I'm Harry, and I'm
1: Sam, and I want to apologize to our mother. Um, so, quick story: uh, our mother retired recently. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's good. It's good. It's wonderful. It's good for the human spirit not being yep, trapped yep. by like the monstrosities of capitalism. Yeah, entering the next stage of her life, just figuring stuff out. Yes, having the freedom to explore creativities and projects and and just explore living life. Um, Except having, you know, worked her entire life, mom has no idea what kind of hobbies she likes. So I may have suggested uh, trying miniature painting. So our mother now has a army of uh, 40k orcs, which she is slowly working on painting. And I know, I know. I got our mother addicted to plastic crack.
0: You got our mom addicted to Warhammer 40k. Well,
1: I mean, okay, to be fair, I'm trying to get our mother addicted to 40k because I'm a bastard. Like, technically, we don't know if she's addicted yet. She might have, like, half-painted a single orc mini and then threw it across the room in disgust and never touched them again.
0: I mean, I I get that the whole, like, literally the M.O. of the show is one family member roping another into their terrible life destroying habits, but mm-hmm. I, I, I can't I su- I can't support you with this, Seb. <laughs> hey.
1: Hey, what suggestions did you have for a mother to do with her time now?
0: Uh day drinking.
1: Yeah, yeah. I say that's better than forty K. Yeah, you're right. That's probably less damaging than forty K.
0: Yeah. <sighs> uh but and Speaking of, uh, super damaging copies? Uh, no. Alright. Coward Rider Zero Wood. Let's, let's talk about
1: <laughs> it. I thought you related it to, like, you know, uh, some kind of video game thing. Because as this episode, as episode five begins, uh, Ar- Aruto, he is playing God. And he is playing with the character creation feature,
0: having watched far too many Monster Factories. Oh, yeah. Like, they're... Uh, Izu is walking the CEO of the company through the basic process of using the products that he's dealing with. (laughs) Aruto, is it's weird, the level he's at. Well, I mean, it's kind of... You know, I'm going through a company integration right
1: now, and so I'm having a lot of these types of meetings, actually. Like, there's, there's some aspects of Aruto's life that are just completely divorced from, you know, the business world. But something like this... This would 100% be a training
0: session that a new
1: employee of a company
0: would go through. So they talk about the different plans where when you order gear, you can customize the face, make it look exactly how you want. And there's, we briefly see a person who will show up later in this episode, very specifically ordering a gear. Mm-hmm. But then there's other options, like you could just do lesser customization plans, or just click a box that says, I don't care, choose whatever.
1: Should we lead into the body horror aspect of what's going on right now, Harry? Because like, within the first five seconds, Aruto created like just this green-faced person with an upside-down nose. I, was it like an image of his own face that he was just like fucking with?
0: No, it was it was someone else's face. You could have a super fucked-up looking huma gear, I guess.
1: Well, but but why aren't there? Like, if this is an option, how come every single huma gear we have seen? looks like a baseline human.
0: Uh because they don't want to pay extra for costumes. We're dealing with Toku budgets.
1: I I mean yes, that is true and that is the reason. That said, they've opened up this Pandora's box, Harry. We need to see some like we need to see some blue human gears. We need to see some like checkered human gears. We need to see human gears with like five eyes and three noses, like completely asymmetrical. All the eyes are on the left side of the face, all the noses and ears are on the right side.
0: Oh, this 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 series of three episodes is all about opening Pandora's boxes.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If if I want to give the show credit, and I'm enjoying the show, I'm enjoying this series so far, and they're actually not shying away from a lot of the things that I thought they might shy away from, because when you start to delve into you know AIs and sentience and that type of stuff, like it, it gets dark fast, and they're actually exploring it.
0: Uh, and as this episode starts, we see a. Guy sitting at desk just kind of yelling at a Humagear employee of his, Hey, G-Pen, just order another replacement. What are you guys? <laughs> and past the opening credits, we see Arato and Izu walking a big cardboard box that has written on it. Hello, I'm- nice to meet you. Please give me a name.
1: Now, Harry, if you're the CEO of a corporation and you're going to be doing a personal handoff of, like, one of your products, which, you know, is the type of thing that happens, would you be the one pushing the really heavy box? Or would the super-powered assistant standing immediately next to you be the one pushing the super-heavy box?
0: I would probably make the other one push the box.
1: Yeah. Aruto still has a bit to learn about being a CEO. I I like Yuzu's style here. So yeah, we are introduced to a manga artist who... It seems like a... You know, we talked about 40k in the intro. I feel like I've met this person at every 40k or miniatures tournament I've ever gone to is one of those types.
0: Oh, because what the comparison I was going to do is uh, Jim Davis, the, the Garfield guy.
1: Uh, I don't know what Jim Davis looks like physically. I know that Jim Davis has basically given up on life and just, you know, phones it in, which is, yeah, which is this guy's spirit. But I would say that the, the physique is that of a magic player and the spirit is that of a comic artist who has given up 20 years ago.
0: So we get into that in a bit, but first, there's another brief scene. Hey, uh, in Daybreak Town, it's our it's our e- human extinguishing hacker team, Hirobi uh, and Jin.
1: Yes, the ones who I called in episode one as being human gears. Harry, you recall that? And you recall like taking the opposite end? Eh, eh, eh. All
0: right, one of them has been determined one way or the other, and we'll get to it. But anyway, right now they're just talking about. Uh, well, Jin has gotten in his head that. Hey, I kind of want one of those progress keys because I haven't been able to transform yet. Uh, but like Horobi uh, wants, foc- wants him to focus in, saying, "No, we need more data from like the battles and that we get from the huma gears because that will let us restore the arc. And when we do that, we can make all the huma gears go berserk at once." Yes, they're trying to destroy the world with an
1: army of berserking huma gears.
0: This is why cloud computing is a bad idea.
1: It's a really bad idea. Like security, Harry. network security.
0: No, yeah, like I have a master's degree in computer science with a focus on cloud computing. Uh it's it's not great. Uh but anyway, he says that they found another humagear who gained self-awareness.
1: And it's a delivery man. Like we don't get to spend much time with this one before he dies,
0: but it's just a random delivery droid. Well, no, no, it's uh it's the assistant. It's it's G-Pen. Oh, it is? Yeah. Like it's uh. Like, cause so in in uh like we we meet the mega artist. He's uh just sitting behind his desk while a bunch of fuma gears very quickly sketch and do art in front of him. Uh, Aruto is a big fan of his art, and by the way, uh for this they got an actual uh, published manga today that uh, is just a big fan of common writer. He's doing a a comic. Uh, I think it's commune read. It's something that's basically comic writer with the numbers filed off because he's just a big fan. And uh, <laughs> they said, hey, hey, do the drawings so that it's thematically appropriate. Wait,
1: as the actor or the person to do the drawings?
0: The person to do the drawings. The actor is
1: an actor. Oh, OK. I was hoping that it was the actor because, man, that would be pretty fucking
0: meta. But uh, he says, yeah, I, I stopped drawing a long time ago. The AI does it way better. Their line art is is accurate and they don't get tired. Harry, as an artist,
1: does this disturb you as a potential future? Like, is the singularity just going to kill creativity for humans?
0: Well, it's... it's complicated.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you believe that someday, the greatest artist, the greatest author, let's say, how soon before the greatest book of the year is written by, you know,
0: an AI? Um... Are we talking five years? Ten years? More or less? uh, More than... more than five or ten... Like, AIs, past basic neural networks are really bad at predicting language and stuff like that. Like, they can, we've seen the, the have you seen, like, the, the scrub script created by a botnik thing? Are those actually real? Some of them are, some of them are just jokes. Like, if you could tell the joke ones, because they're usually using the same joke. Like, in the second paragraph, it's something juice. Mm. Uh, it, Almost like they're, they're machine generated in a different way, but just not a creative one. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure the Scrubs one is real.
1: It's like that experiment that they run in stats classes, where uh, they have two groups of students uh, flip uh, flip a coin, and one group actually flips a coin, the other just pretends to flip a coin, and they uh, just create a series, and the teacher can always tell
0: which one is actually the random one. the The comic artist is he's yelling about, yeah, these super gears are great; they do all the work, and I can just sit here. Uh, I don't care that my art changed. Whatever. But then one of his assistants kills over on the desk. It's like, oh man, you, you've been freezing a lot lately. He gets forward and is kind of pushing it around, and G Pen, the the assistant that he's clearly had for the longest, stands up and stares at him. Yeah, he is working his human gears straight up to death, and one of them is like a, a couple weeks, I'd say, from ripping his head off. <laughs> the the guy Uh-oh. totally. The guy totally misses it. He says, "Like, oh, whatever, just go out and do some shopping."
1: <laughs> Harry, how afraid should I be of my Roomba? You've seen what I do to my Roomba. Uh,
0: whatever, Sam. Yes, I have seen what you do to your Roomba. You, whatever you have coming, you deserve it. So
1: it's true. It's true. Yeah.
0: So he he's slapping around his assistants. He's saying, "Yeah, the batteries are are shot on this one. Hey, can I get a replacement?" And everyone was like, "I I guess."
1: Yeah. This is really driving Aruto insane. Like, you know, an artist he respects doesn't draw the comics anymore and he finds out from the assistant that he doesn't even write the stories anymore. The editors just give them, like, story cues and and the human gears do everything.
0: He's concerned as he walks out. Uh, And the G-Pen also says, yeah, sometimes I write it. Whatever. Jin jumps forward and says, hey, Zero-One, you! Yeah, and he
1: turns the he turns the poor delivery man uh, into Drill Man from Mega Man. Yep, like, I'm not uh, sure if Drill Man is an actual Mega Man uh, boss, but just it, imagine
0: it is. It is. Yeah, there, there's a the Drill Man. Does it look exactly like this? Uh, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's a weird kind of shell thing, one of the circular old fossil shells. And, like, Zero One asks him, hey, what are your plans? And he just jokingly says, human extinction? Like, we've kind of been yelling it every time.
1: Yep. Uh, So the cops show up and uh, they shoot the drill man with a new experimental
0: shotgun and it drives him away. It's got a big, uh, it's got a big recoil. It, it knocks shooting Wolf on his ass. He says like, hey, you shouldn't be using me to test weapons mid-fight. And you shrugs and says, I I don't really care about you. (laughs) There's a moment where all the other assistants walked out and got instantly converted. So when the fight finishes... Uh, they have to go inside and tell the comic artist, hey, all of your assistants are destroyed. And uh, Aruto, he tries to force the
1: comic book artist into not getting replacements because he feels that this man is morally obliged to actually draw his own comics.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's see, this is it's a little bit like in Gaim where there was that su- super weird message about uh, Kota needing to work. This is different than that. I feel like this comes off a lot better, but it's still not super well formed. I mean, it's, I kind of get where he's
1: coming from, but at the same time, it's not a healthy idea, it's not a healthy idea, especially for the CEO of a company who's like selling the tools that this man is using to create his work. Like he is trying to reignite the passion of this man into manga because this man has lost his passion.
0: Yeah, I mean he he's pointing out that he liked his old art style better before it changed because Human Gears are just doing it now, and, and that that's something he could point out. Uh, and he's he's talking with Izu later about I I just he's lost his passion. I don't know how to do that. And Izu, Izu has no idea what passion is, so she searches
1: for it on the internet and learns far too much.
0: <laughs> yeah, like there should just be like a a zoom out and then light flooding out of the windows at the corporation, which internet searches passion.
1: I'm assuming that that's a translation gag. Like, I'm sure that passion and passion aren't the same thing in Japanese,
0: because it's it's like the hot blooded thing in Japan. Because like the the it it comes up later. She but uh, the translation she comes up with is when your feelings burn for something. Hmm. Would a human being be in dire straits when they catch on fire? And Arto has the laugh like, "Oh, you silly computer, you're trying to understand feelings." But then he remembers that. Oh, when the cannon thing shot the shell guy, uh, the temperature seemed to mess him up. So let's, hey, this time let's do a temperature based uh, p- upgrade. Yes, yeah, so
1: it is time for them to introduce the elemental transformations, the most basic of transformations. Uh, but first, uh, we get a quick visit from the evil asshole vice president of the company, uh, who is who is block or er, unblocking the shipment to this artist. Apparently, Aruto put in a 24-hour hold. Uh, This corporation must get replacements to customers within 24 hours, or they, you know, they are shamed in public. Aruto says that he is blocking it because human gears aren't slaves. Which... (sighs) I mean, are they? Aren't they? It's still unclear at this point, and it opens up just a whole lot of Star Wars arguments, Harry. Like, is R2-D2 a slave? Is C-3PO a slave?
0: I... So, I think a thing we're getting from these episodes is that you don't actually buy Huma gears, you rent them, essentially. Like, I I don't think anyone owns Humagears other than Heat and Intelligence, because they keep talking about contract.
1: That would make sense. That's how self-driving cars are going to be. No one's actually going to own them. We're just going to temporarily lease them.
0: He's a little worried about this guy treating the Humagears like slaves, and then the other CEOs kind of try to defend him. It's like, oh, that's just your biased opinion. Yes, quite rude. Anyway... Uh, just a cool, cool, sexy assistant, uh, human gear. Like, make sure that those replacements get shipped. Uh,
1: so we get a little bit more, um, we see, uh, Izu creating the new, uh, the new drive, which is going to be, obviously, a flame one later on. And then we get a scene where Izu approaches the mega artist alone.
0: Yeah, she's showing some initiative. She's, she's saying, like, hey, I, uh, uh, I've been I'm sorry to bother you. And he he's sad. His serialization just got suspended. That's the first time that's happened in fifteen years.
1: <laughs>
0: uh but he he he's talking and uh Isu says, I have confirmed, you do still have passion. It it's I don't know, it, it's super weird what they're going with on this one.
1: It's very prescriptive and, you know, moral driven. Uh they are they're forcing a they're forcing a type of art that is You know, it's a perfectly valid type of art, but it's not the only type of art.
0: It's just, it, I feel like it's hard to say exactly. So, I mean, we, well, let's just keep going. So they go to the office. Uh, the, not even the vice president guy, but the guy under the vice president, the vice vice president. Mm-hmm. He's there with Aruto and he's being all apologetic. Oh, we're sorry about the shipment being late. Here's a little gift thing to make up for it. Uh, but Izo shows up and says, oh, I've canceled the shipment. Uh, You know, it's Huma Gears. They're meant for people who have passion to assist them for the jobs that they want to do. I really hope this universe has UBI. (laughs) Yep.
1: So at this point, we get an attack. And the... (sighs) Ari, do you think the reason that he only transforms inside is because the first time Naruto transformed and they had, like, the debris falling from the sky? Like, that's the only animation they made. Do they not have an animation where he transforms and there is no debris
0: that falls around him? Because they're wrecking a lot
1: of buildings in Universary.
0: I I, th- I think he just really likes wrecking buildings.
1: <laughs> I guess he's the CEO of a corporation and a post-scarcity, sati- post-scarcity society. He can absolutely afford to repair everything.
0: The creator has like a moment where it's not even... I don't know. It's not even really detailed in the show, but when the robot shows up, he goes to save his, like, pen thing, which you just have to, I guess, reading between the lines is like the pen he wrote his first manga with or something, but they don't really get to do it. It's just, no, he wants to save this one pen thing, and he's like, oh, you still have passion. I liked
1: that. It was actually kind of subtle, and the show is not big on subtlety.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's subtle, but, like, there's lots of other stuff that didn't mesh in this episode, so I feel like I wasn't willing to connect the dots this time. Eh, fair enough. Anyway, uh, turns out Punching Kong, the big strong upgrade for uh, Fua, like, uh, can handle the recoil of the cannon. So he, he's fine, he's using that. But then Aruto uses his new uh, flaming tiger form.
1: Which it's, has the explosive power of 100 bombs.
0: Yes. Uh, this is lit, he yells. And Fua has to turn and say, like, oh, his jokes are on fire. Sam, he likes the jokes, it's confirmed.
1: <laughs> yeah, and... I definitely had a different translation than you. I forget what it was, but it was like a paw. It was something like paw-based, cat-based, like, fire stuff. It, it's possum? Maybe possum.
0: Anyway, uh, he he kills the thing.
1: Yeah, it, it dies. It goes down pretty fast. It's, it's not a great fight. This is not the best episode. It's a pretty by the numbers. But hey, not every season. Like, the season is 50 episodes long. They're going to have a whole lot of B-minus
0: episodes. This show, I feel like it's losing a little bit of momentum. The first few episodes, they were like he met a human gear and turned evil. Then this episode he met a human gear and turned evil. Um they really need to stop doing that cuz the next two maybe that happens, but at least in the next two they get better at turning those emotional knives.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a very predictable formula for these episodes at least as far. As the monster of the week goes, like, hey, did they introduce the new huma gear? Is it showing some signs of, like, independence and sentience? Guess what? It's about to die.
0: The main thing that happens at the end of this episode is that Jin really wants to keep going after progress keys. But Hirobi says, like, no, I don't want you doing that. You're far more valuable. Uh, You're my son. By the way, these actors may be like two years apart. Yeah, about the same age. So let, let's kick to the next episode, episode six, uh, where we have a, v- where they are doing some voiceover for an anime version of the comic from the one. There's some continuity.
1: Yay, continuity. Also, we are seeing like the, uh, the old man who was designing a human gear. Uh, he shows up again. This is the human gear that he was designing. So they were kind of subtly planting the seed in the previous episode. However, he, he also
0: he briefly showed up and said like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm the manager for this human gear voice actress and here we see her doing doing a gig. Uh
1: by the way, th- if these episodes were like actually a week apart, I would 100% have forgotten that this guy appeared in the previous episode.
0: Yeah, just just imagined an alternate universe where I go, oh, yeah, it's the guy from the previous episode. And you're like, "What? No, he wasn't in it." And I'm like, "Yes." And then Sam says whatever. I I I never admit to things when I'm wrong.
1: That is exactly how that conversation would go. Yeah. So the voiceover artist, she is performing well. Uh, Aruto and Izu are there to give their emotional support uh, to this uh, to this Humagear who is breaking new grounds for them. And then the asshole cop shows up and says that they're in violation of section six of the special AI code.
0: We see Jin, like, sitting at the hacker base where he's like, huh, I'm Horoby's son. I don't know what a son is, so I'm going to Google that. Mm Mm-hmm. Boyer man in relation to his parents, male descendant, huh? Hey,
1: hey, uh, Hirobi, uh, are you my parent? Harry, at what point did you realize I was
0: right and that this was a human gear? Uh, later in the episode, when some stuff happens. Yeah. <laughs> when Herobi says, yes, we're family, and a child must do as their parents say. Now, I give you permission, go retrieve Zero-One's progress keys.
1: So... Uh, we jump back to the scene where the cop is attempting to arrest uh, the old man, and Naruto is trying to block it. And then we get a random jump uh, from.
0: Well, uh, well, you're 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 cutting past the whole reason for like you're cutting past the whole reason why he's there to arrest him. So I it suppose says, I'm
1: fast forwarding a bit. Yes.
0: Yeah. Humanoid robots must not share a likeness with an existing individual without express consent. Which, hey, that's a good rule to have. And then he says, "This same unit." is the splitting image of your daughter who passed away three years ago.
1: I mean, if he's the executor of her estate, then he should be able to grant, uh, you know, uh, ex, uh, uh, what's a post, not postpartum, post, Harry, what's the word I'm looking for? Postmortem? Yes, postmortem.
0: Or posthumous?
1: Posthumous, yes.
0: Uh, this might be us living in America. Maybe, maybe other countries don't let th- relatives sell the rights to put their their dead ancestors in ads and stuff.
1: We're trying to get some very, very dark directions as far as, like, you know, rights and personal rights go. Like, is Facebook going to be able to create a droids of us without our consent because we uploaded pictures onto their website? Probably.
0: Can't they? Isn't that a service they already do? Like, I, I remember hearing something on Facebook about if someone dies, then they can just set up the page to repeat, to repeat posts they made every so often.
1: No, what I'm saying is, like, if we upload images to their sites, they probably own them, at least for the purposes of, say, human gear creation. So Mark Zuckerberg will be able to, you know, invasion of the body snatchers each and every one of us.
0: Yeah. Legally. Uh, so the manager, he tries to to shift out of it and says, oh, you you must be mistaken. And the human Gear, uh, Sena, says, "Yes, I'm just a voice actress. There's no resemblance." And then Fuu pulls out a picture, and it's the same actress as the Huma Gear. Yeah, even Aruto is like, "Oh, damn it, you are the same person." Uh, so the argument is going on, but a cab pulls up. The driver gets out, and he's already wearing one of those belts.
1: We missed the very brief section where uh, Jin attacked this guy and attached a belt to him. And he transforms into a fairly by the
0: numbers uh, a bat style villain. I mean, it's it's the same flying bat as uh you know a couple episodes before. They're reusing they're reusing the suit.
1: That yeah, makes sense. Uh, so yeah, he transforms and he uh his goal is not to attack. His goal is to steal, uh the uh, uh some of the, uh, God, what are they called, Harry?
0: Progress keys. Yes,
1: yeah, some of the progress keys, uh, from the heroes, and so he grabs the Falcon.
0: He smacks it out of his hand, and Jin rushes forward and scoops it up.
1: There is a brief fight after this, uh, in which they actually they actually kill this thing. Uh, but he has, uh, he has gotten very far away from the scene uh, after damaging the voice actor spot. And uh, when he is destroyed, they realize that the progress key is gone.
0: Elsewhere, Jin is he's walking up to the wounded voice actress, where she's kind of on the ground. And the manager rushes up and says, like, please, please don't do this. Uh is my child. And Jin, because of the Sadie Sin, kind of has a twitch at the saying of this is my child and can't do the full conversion and runs off.
1: Showing a little bit of humanity in Jin, which is ironic.
0: We see Yua meeting with a mysterious person uh, sitting behind a desk. saying The faceless
1: right. boss who is the one providing her with all the technology.
0: Yeah, saying, hey, I want you to take down Mitsubo Jinrai." Rai. It should be easy, given your talent. And Yuu says, oh, you, you flatter me, sir. Anyway, he gives her another upgrade, Lightning Hornet.
1: Yes. So, so far, continuing the absolute perfect streak of a new transformation every single episode.
0: Yep. And next episode won't be broken.
1: No, it will not. Harry, how long before they stop introducing new suits?
0: I think they're out. Like, I, I remember there being four four different keys for, like, Aruto, for Zero-One, and then each of the side dudes had one side upgrade. So I actually think that they have used them all up. Okay.
1: Okay, we'll find out next episode. Uh, But, yeah, now we jump to uh, Aruto and Izu at the old man's house, and they confront him about the daughter thing, and he immediately fesses up. He is a bad criminal.
0: He says, Hey, I'm so sorry. I know it's wrong, uh, but, like, my daughter Sumire was... Just getting started in the, she was just getting started in the, the voice actress community when she got sick, and she died. And I just recently learned about your company, Harry. How the fuck does
1: he just recently learn about this company? Ah, uh, like this is the most famous, most critical company in the world. Maybe he's just
0: lying. <laughs> I mean, he's lying about some stuff because he's he's kind of trying to slow play it. it. Is like saying, hey, all right, so she's a little damaged, but she seems fine. Let me reset her. And so she turns off, turns back on, turns over, and says, like, hello, dad! <laughs> and he's like, no, not in front of guests, honey.
1: Uh, yeah. It's, a, it's tragic. She's like, hey, daddy. Aren't you happy, daddy? And then there's a click, and she's like, oh, oh, ma- manager, manager.
0: Yeah, like, it's weird because she's clearly more damaged than the thing. Or maybe, or maybe this guy has just been playing it so wrong that these are learning machines and Sene is kind of cracking under the whole dual things of sometimes you're daughter, sometimes you're just an employee.
1: They're learning machines, and he is trying to teach her wrong. Something's going to break.
0: <laughs> I trained her wrong as a joke. Mm-hmm.
1: So seeing this, he agrees to return her in three days, but he wants her to attend a voice acting audition first, which yeah. Ruto somehow agrees to.
0: Yeah, I mean, he agrees too, because he'll agree to anything for his Human Gears. It's way harder to convince uh, shitty cop Fuwa.
1: Yes, when confronted uh, by uh, Fuwa, Uruta says, Hey, the old man admitted to what he did, to which Fuwa says, Oh, that's great. Well, that'll make this easy.
0: (laughs) He he basically pulls his gun on him at that point.
1: I mean, I'm not usually on Fuwa's side. In this specific case, I'm kind of on Fuwa's side. I don't know. There's a reason for this law, and if it's broken, could they just change
0: your appearance?
1: Uh, well, it depends on how the depends on how the law is written. Like, I'm not sure if he was going to arrest the man or confiscate the robot. Like at the end of the episode, the the old man gets off with like no repercussions.
0: The way fool was doing, I'm pretty sure he was about to pull out his gun and put one and say it is doom." Yeah, decommissioner. He he wishes Blade Runner was more real. He really does. Jin is having a bit more of an existential crisis at the hacker base. He's saying, like, hey, are, do parents protect their children? And Herbie's like, no, nah, man, you're strong enough to protect yourself. Besides, our relationship isn't like most families. Uh, so you, you got to progress. key that's good. Just keep collecting him.
1: So now we jump to the audition, which is a really fucking weird audition. And if it if this is something that actually happens in Japan god damn it's amazing and they really need to do it here because this audition is happening in a stadium in front of like 500 people
0: i'm not sure i think this might be somewhere between an audition kind of like maybe she 10 uh 10 uh she temporarily has the role and they're like screening it in front of fans like maybe this is like comic-con line readings just showing the initial voice casting or something
1: well regardless this is awesome and More cartoons, uh, more anime, really need to do this in the States.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, So, well, there's a chance it could go wrong, like it does here. Because (laughs) they they call her up, say, Hey, uh, here's that new Human Gear voice actress we got. We're going to see how she does. And she gets about halfway through a line before she starts twitching and screaming, Father, we'll be together in heaven.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she... (sighs) <sighs> Jin shows up. He fires some guns into the air. Like, this show was really fond of its airsoft guns.
0: Yeah. Uh, he. It's. It went so bad in the audition, I feel like it's almost a lateral move that he pops a gun in the air. But he jumps down and says, like, hey, we're both children, and now we're both friends. So he slaps the belt on, and uh, she connects to j- Mesubojinrai.net. And the old father... Like, he jumps in front and he says,
1: please don't do this to my daughter. I need to protect her. And Jin changes his mind. He tries to take the belt off of her.
0: Yeah, like, he's having a crisis over the idea that a, a parent would actually want to protect his kids and stuff. Like, he, this is Jin having think of, hey, maybe people have feelings. Maybe I'm not just full sociopath all the time.
1: Uh, but, uh, unfortunately, the voice actress is. And so she punches him. She grabs the, uh, the key from him, and she transforms herself into Slippy Toad.
0: A big, terrifying frog. Like, it's got a big, floppy mouth, and her- her human head is actually inside of it.
1: Yeah, it's pretty fucked up.
0: Uh, but it continues to get more fucked up, because Herobie's here. He confronts
1: Jen and he says, Hey, son, you're a human gear that I created. Yep,
0: yeah, that's the only reason I call you my son. It's too early for you to leave the nest. So pay attention and do as you're told, and he puts a belt on Jin, but not just any belt.
1: No, it's a Rider belt, and then he gives him the
0: Falcon key. So Jin gets over overridden, and he transforms into, common Rider Jin.
1: Now I made a note earlier in the episode, Harry, that the show was starting to run out of CGI budget. Turns out
0: they were saving it for the sequence. Yeah. So the the Falcon thing that Zero One transforms with, like the the glowing energy animals that we mentioned in the first episode, but have continued to be a thing. Uh it it swoops down and kind of wraps around Jin and he screams as it transforms. And it creates a super kind of it these suits look very cobbled together in a fun way.
1: I mean it's like it's a base with like shoulder and chest armor over it. And that's great, that's fine. It makes for easy costume swapping. It makes for good movement. It allows the it allows the people like playing these guys to actually fight each
0: other and have it look interesting instead of just clunky. So Jin is in tra- Jin is transformed now, and he can fly because he has the Falcon Key. He's he's swooping around. He is uh, beating on Zero One.
1: There's a point in the fight where the uh, evil Toad vomits mini Toads uh, at Zero One and the cop.
0: Uh, but Yo shows up, because it's time for her to try out her new Progress Key. So she becomes Lightning Hornet. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so between this and the Cheetah, like, she's getting all the mo- all the mobility buffs. Like, she's just, she's the character in the RPG party, who every time they get a new feat, they're like, you know, plus five feet, plus five feet, like, fly, uh, swim. Just, like, everything that allows her to be around the battlefield where she needs to be.
0: Yep, yeah, she's, she's a glass cannon. Mm-hmm.
1: But a fast one.
0: Yeah. Uh, And uh, this one can fly, and it it can also fly. It's basically just the Wasp, the superhero.
1: Well, uh, instead of, like, a big, like, electric stinger, she kind of, like, shoots off a lot of mini hornets that act like missiles.
0: Yeah, but but her rider kick is a big, electrified kick.
1: And she murders the singer, or the voice actress.
0: Also, at one point, she... Spits out a bunch of bees that then kind of form into a giant missile mid-air, which is very stylish.
1: Yes, it is. She is by far the most competent of the riders. We'll see more of this next episode.
0: Fu shows up, and they try to take out Jin, but Jin flies away because he can do that now.
1: It makes sense to give the villain the flying one because, uh, like, it made sense in, uh... Uh, in double to give uh, some of the villains like the speedster ones. It allows them to get away in believable ways after fights, so that they can keep coming back again and again.
0: It makes a little sense that Aruto seems to not be able to just make another key. Like, how does that work?
1: Yeah. Like, that... I made that note as well. Is he somehow limited in his creation, because he hasn't felt limited up to this point.
0: But it, It really did seem like they just I mean, we're delving a bit too deep into the physics of these powers. Like, I'm guessing it's just, hey, they had these toys and it doesn't really matter. But uh, it, it it seemed like he was able to just make new forms. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Izu was able to make new forms. Yeah. But I don't know if there was some kind of limited uh, resource that they were doing to make the new forms, like some kind of animal spirit or something that they had to combine in a weird RPG crafting session.
0: Anyway, so as the episode ends, it turns out that the way they helped the manager guy deal with his whole problems was giving him another AI that just doesn't look like a human, which is totally legal, I guess.
1: Yep, but it still has his daughter's voice. Almost creepier. They turned his daughter into R2 D2. Alexa R2 D2.
0: Yeah, and Aruto had been like, he'd been kind of hemming and hawing about this whole situation, because as he mentioned, my father died when I was young, and I had a human gear to help me through it, so I can't really be too judgy. <laughs> like, like, he ends this by saying, you know, people need something to keep them going, and in some cases, that could be AI. You know, like those three little words. AI love
1: you. And we have a very cute uh, close of the episode where him and Izu are just kind of posing and making AI love you motions. And so now, episode seven, where we get to explore the whore... Of memory-wiping human gears.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's the the conversation as we start. Aruto talking about, hey, resetting a human gear back to factory settings seems kind of weird. And Issa says, yeah, only the contractor can reset the human gear. And we're going out to talk about a weird situation that's cropped up.
1: Again, the Star Wars droids conundrum. Like, is a mind-wiper murder, Harry? Is it?
0: Is it? I mean, kind of.
1: So, the human gear that we get to, you know, meet and uh, fall in love with this episode is a basketball coach.
0: Yeah, the, the they're talking, like, Arto meets with another teacher to talk about him, saying, like, yeah, uh, so I, I want to reset the coach, because there's only five students on the team, and they're probably going to drop soon, and the club will be disbanded, so can't we just get rid of it now?
1: <laughs> yes, turns out that this uh, human gear is a little hot-headed. Like he has definitely gone to the Lupinella School
0: of Coaching. Uh, th- there's a fun bit where a bunch of parents run up to him and yell like, "Hey, can't you get that robot to be more timely? Will you take responsibility if my son fails his exams?" And as he kind of bows and promises to that he's dealing with it, Arto says, "You you have a rough job," and the teacher says, "Being a teacher is constantly putting out a series of fires."
1: It really is. Uh, the asshole cop shows up at this point, uh, for he has somehow learned that there is a human gear that is chronically late. A human gear should be perfectly on time, every single time.
0: I, I really don't know why Fu is here this time. Like,
1: I, I think he's just following uh, Aruto around at this point, because he knows that Aruto is going to get in trouble.
0: I would believe it. Also, he's the only guy who likes his puns. Uh, so, at the hacker base, Jin is now, it seems like his personality has been reset back to full-on child sociopath mode. And he has a new friend. Like, hey, what what's this friend gonna do? And, cause there's a guy in a button-up shirt? Like, I think he's, I'm not sure what he's dressed as. Maybe like a kind of high-class... Shepherd. High-class
1: assassin, Harry. That's exactly what he's dressed up like. Think high-class Japanese assassin. That is
0: his, that is his style. His skis. Yeah, and Hirobi says he's going through a learning process to specialize in assassination. Uh, Yeah, we're going to give him the dodo key. And the little assassin says, zero one, gonna get him!
1: (laughs) So, we jump back to the school. It turns out that no one actually asked this Humagear to coach the kids. Like, he was just there to kind of, like, run them through some drills, like, you know, pick up a little bit of slack because they were shorthanded on teachers. But then he just kind of took it upon himself Like, this is a robot that is showing a lot of initiative very early on.
0: Yeah. He's saying stuff. Hey, too slow, number five. You have a 76% chance of getting the ball stolen. Like, hey, number four, if you add some muscle mass to your legs, you'll be able to do layups better. Listen, hard work always pays off.
1: We get a little quick flashback after Aruto asks why uh, the principal didn't reset this guy already. It turns out that the principal tried once, and then the coach basically threatened him.
0: Yeah, like uh, his practice runs an hour late every day, so the teacher wanted to just to just erase his brain. But the robot, the human gear, sensed he was doing this and walked over to his, uh, walked over to him and said, "Hey, are you gonna reset me? You know, are you gonna take over as, as the team advisor on top of grading and making lesson plans? Are you gonna do all that, huh?"
1: <laughs> it's a nice scene. Uh, so yeah, they basically just let the the coach run wild. Until they're here to kill him.
0: Uh, Jin is, well, because Aruto is here, Jin is, of course, good, about to sneak in. <laughs> and he's got little assassin with him. Like, hey, you ready to go? These guys are best buds. Yep. And then, uh, then Yua
1: shows up and she attacks them.
0: Yeah. Uh, they Everybody transforms. Well, uh, Jin transforms and Yua does. Little assassin doesn't transform just yet. Uh, there's a fight where Jin is, he's firing energy blades and kind of dashing around, but Yua is a little more interested in the other human gear.
1: Yeah, she sees the assassin behind, untransformed. He does have a belt, though, and he's, like, just kind of slowly meandering towards putting in his key, uh, to transform into a monster. Uh, but then she ducks around, uh, Jin,
0: and slams her own
1: key into his belt, which freezes him.
0: Yeah, uh... (laughs) <laughs> and Lil Assassin is frozen on the spot. And Jin says, What did you do to my little assassin? Yeah, so they continue the fight,
1: and behind them you can kind of see the frozen assassin bot being thrown into
0: a van, Brad Pitt style. Yeah, by a group of mysterious men in black. Yeah. Uh and like uh Jin is worried about where his friend Lil Assassin went, and but Arato shows up and it's like, hey, you still have my Falcon Progress key. And it, it's a it's a pretty chaotic fight. Yeah. He gets away, of course. Yeah. He needs to find the assassin guy or Hirobe will be mad.
1: So the school has been shut down after this obvious terrorist attack, which makes a lot of sense. We see some students exiting. Uh then uh they realize that hey, they never saw the coach or the students on the team
0: exit. Uh they they track his GPS and see that he he has snuck into the gym and they're still doing an extra practice. So Arto just decides, whatever, just use a corporate uh, basketball court we have. It's fine.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So they make the point here that the coach, he's not mean. He's just saying things that are uh, completely logical and based on data. Though I will also point out that if he was doing things that were completely logical and based on data, the free throws that his children were practicing, they would be underhanded free throws. Those are statistically far more likely to be successful than an overhanded free throw. They look silly though, which is why no one does them.
0: Is that really true?
1: That is one hundred percent true, Harry. Like an underhanded free throw, your arm is straight, and you can just kinda guide it and like lay it up into the net. Whereas an overhanded free throw, they brick all the time.
0: Is there like a rule against underhanded free throws, or is there just, nope. just some weird there's just it an is, honor It is a badly
1: thing. Like the few players who are actually, like, confident in their masculinity and actually do it, they have incredible free throw percentages. This is 100% real, Harry. They did a whole Radiolab episode on it. Well, I'm... I'll... I have... <laughs>
0: this is a sports fact, so there's no way I'm gonna, like, believe I know better than you. Mm-hmm.
1: I will send you the link after this, which you will probably ignore. Correct.
0: Anyway. Arto uh, is... Arto kind of wonders to himself, it is... I wonder how a gear broke the law to get into an off-limits area. That's something they shouldn't be able to do.
1: Uh, The principal makes a deal uh, that if they win their next game, he will not reset the memory of the coach. Whereas if they lose, he will murder this man.
0: Yeah, and Aruto doesn't want to agree to it. But the coach, Kobe, and I think he's like K-O-B-E, agrees. Yes, that's acceptable. I know we're going to win. I believe in our kids.
1: Mm-hmm. So we jump to the game, and the kid, who we saw practicing the free throws earlier, overhand, inefficient style, he loses. He misses two shots in a row, and he dooms his coach. Uh,
0: they they lose the game, uh, everyone is sad, even the parents who showed up because they were kind of into it, but the teacher is happy, he's dancing away from it. Uh,
1: Aruto, he tries to renege on the deal, uh, but then Fua shows up and he points out that, hey, if you're going to read on the deal, I'm just going to shoot the coach in the head.
0: Yeah, but the coach has his own plan. Because Utah is sad. He's saying, whatever, we put in all this work. It didn't matter. I'm just going to quit the team. The coach grabs a basketball and, like, cannon fires it at the kid. Yep. And the kid catches it
1: while being thrown across the bridge. The coach runs over to him and he says, Hey, I threw that harder than any NBA star ever has, and you caught it. You keep practicing, kid. You're going to win next time.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll win in the spring tournament. If you give up, then it's really over.
1: And then he's killed. Oh, wait, no. Then he gains self-awareness.
0: <laughs> yeah, like Fua is shouting like, no, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm not going to let you do this. And then he says, no, no. Why, why am I here? I exist to help these kids win basketball. They taught me everything I know. They, they taught me life. They taught me existence. I want to see them win the first game.
1: Like, it's not a subtle thing either. Like, you know, it's... He, you know, he shakes his head. He's like, oh my god. what What's happening to me? I'm I'm self-aware.
0: He almost straight up says that. Yeah, and uh, Jin straight up does, because he's skipping up some steps, saying, hey, Zero-One, you are seeing a human gear gaining sentience. We're making human gears like that our friends. And Aruto has a quick flash to remember all the human gears in the series and realizes they were all people.
1: Yep, all the murdered ones were people. All the minions were not and so do not deserve sympathy.
0: Well, I think the minions might have also been people. Like I I think the thing is you remember how Anna was actually able to fight it off? Oh, because she was sentient. Yeah, like she she was very intelligent at making decisions and when she got turned into a mook thing, she was able to kind of still be blue. Uh, so Arto is horrified. Fuwa is about to pull out his gun and dome this guy right away, saying, "Oh, he's sentient. That's a problem." And because Arto is distracted and having to fight him off, Jin jumps over them and gets the belt on.
1: Uh, so he transforms into a a mammoth, or rather, he transforms into a man with a mammoth head on his chest.
0: Yeah, he's he's the mammoth Magia, and Izu is uh she's doing what is increasingly becoming her job quietly escorting civilians away from the the locations of fights
1: that is an important job that is a very important role harry yeah uh
0: but it's complicated because she walks into a somewhat quiet and twitchy little assassin
1: yes so the dodo is back and he shows up walks into the battle and transforms and his costume is literally just like a base costume with a dodo head on it. It is one of the... One of the laziest costumes I have ever seen on a comic Rider
0: show, Harry. I mean, it's a little... It's got some color on it and stuff and some, some details. But yeah, it's... The, these costumes are sometimes pretty basic. This is the most basic
1: of the basic. Also, he doesn't do anything this fight. He does... I, I don't think he literally does anything.
0: Does he throw a punch? I uh, It's something like that.
1: Yeah, the fight is pretty non-spectacular. Um... Uh, uh yua she throws the uh Oh, yua shows up after a few minutes uh letting uh zero one and uh and fua take out the guys for just a little bit uh but then she shows up out of nowhere and she throws uh aruto a blizzard key which allows him to transform into his final elemental form and freeze the mammoth
0: hey sam what what killed the mammoths hmm. uh the
1: ice age yes or actually probably probably early man
0: yeah, t- turns out it's mad.
1: Yeah. But hey, it turns out that mad is also recreating mammoths. Yeah. We are playing God, Harry. This will not end in horrible places.
0: Uh, So there's a fight they they killed because it was able to eat the flames, but not the ice for reasons. Uh, yeah, the, the, if we do... I mean, I like the show, but the, they're kind of blending together a little bit when you cover a lot of them in a row. I'm glad Reddit don't usually do it like this. Yeah,
1: it seems like the fights against the important, like, other common Riders, they're interesting, but some of the fights against the mooks, they're pretty damn boring. Uh,
0: I mean, they're they're flashy, it's just a little hard to describe and stuff. Like, in, in terms of us telling you action, it's just, they fight and then they win. Yeah. And after winning this
1: time, uh, Jin is stumbling around to collect the broken evil keys, and he collects the dodo key, but he cannot find the mammoth key.
0: Yeah, because yua has it
1: uh and on the subject of something yua had yua had the assassin and we flash back and we see that she modified its programming so the terrorists are walking back into their base with an obviously bugged and tainted uh, key after yua had been given the explicit job of destroying metsubo jinrai
0: yeah and it even shows that at the end when the dodo had the orders to assassinate zero one Yua was the one that gave him those orders. And, I mean, she showed up and gave him a weapon to help destroy him, but still, Yua is really playing both sides at this point.
1: I wouldn't say she's playing, like, she's playing her own side. I don't think she intended for, uh, for Aruto to actually come to harm. Like, she didn't release him until he was already transformed, already in the middle of a fight, he was in exceptionally little danger, especially because the dodo was absolutely useless, it turned out. There's a reason it went extinct. It just kind of waddles up and dies.
0: That is true. Uh, and I think I think it's important to note that in this episode, when she was at the school fighting uh, Jin in his transformed state, there was a moment where she jumped in front of some energy blades that were going to kill a bunch of kids. So she's not like evil evil. But she is ruthless.
1: (laughs) She is very practical.
0: Yeah. Which I like. They're making her very useful. So just don't kill her show. Very useful. Very interesting.
1: As the show closes, we see that uh, they have replaced the coach uh, with a new and identical coach. Uh, Of course, it's not trained up the way the one was before. It is not sentient. Uh, but the club has doubled in size after their good performance the previous game. And there's going to be a happy ending.
0: Yeah. Now the kids and the coach are going to relearn basketball together.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Harry, do you think it's really creepy that whenever a huma gear dies, they're kind of replaced in their same job with an identical looking human gear?
0: Yes, I do think it's creepy.
1: Is that intentionally creepy? Or is that just, like, bad writing creepy?
0: I don't know. Um...
1: Is it like when my Roomba dies, I replace it with an identical Roomba, or is it like when a loved when a loved animal dies, like you know when a pet dies, you replace it with an identical pet?
0: Oh, wasn't there that celebrity who like cloned her dog when it died?
1: There's been several that have done that, and that's creepy as fuck.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's weird. It's there, there's weird ethics. Speaking of weird, uh. We're having a brief speculation corner for this episode because yes. some people have turned out to be secret human gears. The ones that I called from the start.
1: One of them has. Well, the other one hasn't aged in twenty years, so I'm gonna well, go and give myself the presumptive checkmark there. Uh, you're
0: you're jumping ahead a little bit. Like we, first of all, the these shows they cast people way younger than they should, a lot of the time.
1: Harry, we had the outline. I- I guess okay, technically technically, we do not know if this is the same guy as twenty years before. Actually, you know what? I'm I'm slightly backstepping a little bit. I'm going to say that probably uh Yua's secret boss
0: was the person from before. That that is an interesting call. That's something I was kind of thinking about. Cause all we saw was uh Hrobi in suit, so it's not necessarily certain that they it was the same guy wearing it. <sighs>
1: I'm still going to say Hirobi is probably a human gear. Uh, Same as Jin. Uh, Who else are we speculating? So who are the main characters who might possibly be human gears? So we got Aruto, Fua, Yua. Who else?
0: Mm, uh, Vice President guy? I mean, probably not, but he exists.
1: There's Vice President, there's Vice President Living Assistant, and then there is uh, Yua's secret boss. Are there any other people who might be, who are recurring living characters?
0: I think they might have the old CEO come back as, like, a human gear version. Like, there might be a copy of him if that's a human gear.
1: Well, I'm, I'm still writing for the fact that he's still alive. Like, the he showed up, Harry, the actor showed up this week and like, in a flashback. They're keeping that actor on the payroll. He's got to come back at some point. Maybe as a human gear, or I'm writing for him being alive.
0: I mean, the more it's going on, I don't think Aruto is like full on a human gear, but I I wouldn't be super shocked if that happened.
1: Okay, so what's the over under on uh or what are are you saying? Yes, Oroto human gear. No, Oroto human gear.
0: Probably no. It's my prediction.
1: Okay, um, you know, I'm going to agree with that. What about Fua?
0: Uh, well, that'd be weird, cause he was a kid. Like, Would are we just though? going full full on false memories?
1: Why not? I don't know, I feel like- Or maybe even subtly tainted memories. What if he was a Humagear, who was at the scene, but didn't transform for some reason?
0: I don't know, I feel like him being placed in the SWAT thing, I think it's important that he. I think he's one of the ones I'm most certain is a human.
1: Although at the same time, if he does turn out to be a human gear, as a Humagear hater, that would be some interesting character development.
0: Well, it would be a very long development, because I feel like at this point he'd just shoot himself. Like, I don't want to get grim, but-
1: Shades of Dave Chappelle here. All right, what about Yua?
0: There's a good chance, like if they're paralleling Hirobi and Jin as like the the weird relationship, then Yua also being a human gear under this mysterious guy, uh, that that's definitely possible.
1: I think we're both saying uh, no on Fua, no on Aruto. So Yua, are you saying yes?
0: I'm saying no, but it's much weaker no than Aruto or Fua.
1: I'm going to go with yes.
0: You're there's so I guess the thing we're discovering is that you believe many more people are human gears than I do.
1: Eric, why would they have human? Why would they have humanoid androids if not to sneak in secret human gears other than, you know, the obvious
0: sex bot stuff? Uh, OK, so that's most everybody, I think. Oh, but here's the, the question. So we talked about you, but what about our secret boss? Do we think he's human or human gear?
1: I think he's human. And I think he was like, I think he was a teenager back in the day uh, when he was a terrorist with Metsubo Jinrai. Uh, but then, you know, he grew up. So I think he is probably what we're going to find out is he looks a lot like, uh, was it Harambe? Hirobe? Uh Hirobi? Hirobi. I think he's going to look a lot like Harobi because Hirobi is a droid that he created in his own image in violation of Section 6.
0: Well, if he did it himself, then that wouldn't be a violation because he has... Like, the, the rule is that you need the consent of the person.
1: There's a lot of loopholes there.
0: Anyway, so that's our coverage of Kamen Rider One*, And yeah, lots of the main characters realizing that uh, the people they've been killing all along are actually human beings and alive and stuff. And uh, just transitioning for no real reason. Hey Sam, next episode, we are restarting our coverage of Kamen Rider Gaim. Yay! When we dropped off, you made a lot of predictions, and some of them are true, some of them aren't. But but something you'll be glad to hear is that some of the stuff you've predicted that may or may not be true, we're getting a law of that very soon.